Hello and welcome to Western North Carolina Original Music, episode 50, the Jubilee episode. I knew somebody named Jubilee. I should have had her do this. Well, anyway, this week is part two of Brie Capone's episodes. We're going to have three of those at least, probably just three. Just like the first episode, this one was recorded in front of a live audience during a performance at the event space at the North Asheville Library in Asheville, North Carolina. You probably remember from the first episode um, that Brie is an award-winning songwriter. She's won several songwriting awards. She was on American Idol for several weeks, and she is now living in Los Angeles uh, after moving away from us. It was all very sad, but we wish her well. Make sure to go and check out Brie's music on BrieCaponeMusic.com and follow her on Facebook under Facebook, you know, search Brie Capone and Brie Capone Music. Instagram, uh, she's also on Bandcamp where you can find her releases and download and purchase them. Now here she is, Brie Capone. Did you have a question? What was your question? Um, what is your latest song you wrote? Uh, the latest song that I wrote is one I just finished, um, and I should know the name of it because I wrote it. <laughs> I could literally say anything. It's called Rainbow Stained. I looked at my list. I'll play it for you now. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah, Rainbow Stained. I wrote it about a boy. I'm sorry. I'm feeling a lot of weight on my shoulders right now to not be writing about a boy. Um, but it happened, and I'm sorry. I'll write another song about the environment next so I look cooler in your memory bank later. Just You don't have to write about love interests is all I'm trying to tell you. But this is about a love interest, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's the newest one. I, I don't think you get when I say I'm an overthinker what that includes, <laughs> but I appreciate it. It's a job. It is a job. Well, I'll say this, though. It, it's also a little bit about, on the, in the wave of technology, how easy it is to lie to people um, and not even know you're lying, but sort of, again, that disconnect between what you would say to someone to their face versus what you feel comfortable saying to them on a phone. <laughs> I think there's a, a big gap sometimes um, in what constitutes as the truth in that realm. Um, and I sort of was feeling, ooh, lied to? Well, that's rough. But that's how I was feeling, so here we are. He's not here, it doesn't matter. <sighs> Is he in the room? Oh, I like the way you keep on lying 
Okay, this is a weird story for that one, actually. Come to think of it, I had a dream that I was playing on a porch with another singer-songwriter friend of mine named Ashley Heath. She's great. I don't know if you all know her, but she's great. Very talented. And we were singing, and we were playing guitars in the dream. And it was all kind of murky, except I could see Ashley, and I remember having the thought of, like, oh, I'm playing this with Ashley. And the, um, ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da kept that melody kept happening in the dream. Like, I, I think the line was like, oh, and every day, but it kept coming back. And I thought, that's a cool melody, I like that. And so when I woke up, the only thing I could remember was the ba-da-da-da-da. So I grabbed my phone and I recorded it, like voice memoed it at like four in the morning or something silly. And I was like, <laughs> and I fell back asleep. And then when I woke up, I was like, I'm gonna write a song with that melody. And then, uh, you know, and then I ended up just being annoyed with a guy, and it all came into play because it was like, oh, I have the perfect melody for this ridiculous thing that's happening in my life. And then uh, I liked the phrase, you know, oh, I like the way keep on lying to my face. And then, um, and then I think I wrote the song in like a day and, and a half after that. 
but the original melody line was in a dream that had nothing to do with yeah so like a day and a half plus a dream but I have no concept of time and dreams I think we've all seen it in Inception we know that yeah yeah did you uh, ask Ashley for her if she had the same dream no I told her she the rest of it. <laughs> she could tell me like yeah we were playing for that thing remember no um, I don't think she knew about it because um, I told her, I said, I had a dream and you were in it and we were singing a song and she said, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so I don't think she was there. Yeah. This song is called Saint. I let it in again Let myself win again And it's flowing through Myself rummaging to the things that bring me harm. Don't think I could get more reckless. Well, I'm great at placing bets. I know what's Thank you. 
little just... break time. Yeah. I feel like we're just meeting, so then I feel sort of strange, like, explaining my thought process, which I know is the whole point of this, so I apologize if I go really deep. But um, for me, writing that song, I think I think there is a tendency to hold on to something that's not good for you because it's a, like a badge of honor, if you will, that you sort of can hide behind. And for me, I think with 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 drinking alcohol, I don't know if I'd ever consider myself like I have an addiction problem, um, but I think there have been times where it's almost like the cycle itself of uh, consuming too much alcohol and then dealing with the guilt associated with that and sort of the identity that you can have in that um, can sort of feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing, like a cross to bear or like this is who I am. And I don't think it has to be alcohol. I think just things that are not great for you. I don't know if I'm making sense when I'm saying that. that's usually why I write music instead. But um, I feel like things that are harmful sometimes can feel more comfortable because you know what's going to happen versus getting yourself out of situations and you being me as well, um, universal you. So saint itself, I think, was just sort of the line, um, suffering is a mark of a saint. I think we associate suffering almost with a holiness, if you will, in order to, to hide the fact that we're addicted to something or we're not coming to grips with something because it's so comfortable to stay inside that cycle. Uh, so for me, I had had like a night of way too much drinking and I wrote up and I remember feeling like, why am I doing this? Like, what am I gaining from this except emotion and experiencing something that I already have experienced and I know what to do next with? So I sat down and started writing Saint as sort of a joke on myself <clears throat> in terms of, you know, why, what are you doing here? Like, what's the, if that makes sense. I don't know. We, you can ask more questions <laughs> at any time. <laughs> okay, was that it? That's the right answer? Excellent. Nailed it. More from Bree in just a few moments. Again, want to remind you to go listen to her music at com or follow her on Facebook, Instagram, Bandcamp, all those places for downloads and streaming of her music. Also, follow the podcast on iTunes or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcast. Just search for WNC Original Music. It should be there. If it's not, let me know because they told me it would be. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, uh, WNC Original Music, and you will get a lot of extra videos and updates on what some of our past guests and future guests uh, are up to. And make sure to look back at past episodes. Just a lot of really talented people there. And as always, look for links to their work and go and have a listen and send them a message and tell them how much you like their stuff. What do you see yourself doing in five years? <laughs> um, I would, I really want to own an Earthship house. I know that's not, probably not what you're expecting to hear. Um, 
So in five years, maybe have enough money to look into what that would take. I don't know if I'd be ready to settle into an Earthship yet. But have you all know what an Earthship is? Oh, okay, sorry. So it's like, I said that like the alien that I am. Like, do you all know what an Earthship is? <laughs> Not again. I like beam up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I got a head start on that. Yeah, thank you. Good. Yeah, I'll take some. Um, Earth ships are sort of this, um, they're houses that are made from things that are, you know, like recyclable pieces that are really um, used, like tires are really good for insulation and kind of keeping things together. And then you put a bunch of sand. I'm, I don't know how to build an Earth ship. I just know I want to live in one. But no, there's like a lot of recycled material that people are able to sort of use, like like blue glass bottles that you'd find, like, you know, like water bottles and things. Um, they collect them all, and there's one area in New Mexico, actually, I think it's Taos, I think, um, that they have an Earthship village, basically. It's sort of where the technique began in America, and it's a house built from the Earth, and it's all done so that it's all eco-friendly and all sustainable and recyclable, and you kind of rely on the Earth itself to keep you going. So solar solar panels and, and water from, you know, like... Uh, gardens inside your house that filter water from the bathroom so that you can use it in the kitchen and it's all like a big cyclical uh, experience so it's like a little ship all all on its own on earth um, do you know where on earth you'd want to build your earth wherever earth? they'll let me because I'm sure there's only like five places you can Probably do it more room in area 
easier if you don't feel a thing Remember that your words and worlds away It would be easier to find a man who doesn't love to sing A man who can't carry a tune about that song. Okay, so here's the thing. Musicians are hard to date. Uh, I don't know if they're harder than comedians. No, I mean, I think, you know, I don't know. I feel like I just kept dating musicians and it just wasn't working out. It's probably because I am a musician. I think it's more that sometimes we romanticize or I romanticize people because of their talent and not who they are as people. <laughs> and uh, I think there's a danger in that because you just see people with your rose-colored glasses on and maybe don't pay attention to the other parts that make relationships work and are healthy uh, and fulfilling. And so I'm sure I was bitter about someone and I wrote a song about them. I think it was actually kind of a composite, is that what that is, when it's more than one thing? Of a few musicians that I dated. Not at the same time, but in like, oh, look at this fun little pattern we've created for ourselves, Brie. How about we unravel this ball? And that's what I did. And I put it in a song, and then I continued to do it. It's alright if you don't want to see me naked I think I can take it I've been loving this body on my own It's alright if you don't want to make arrangements Everything can change, I'll still love this body Dream of space, but never built there. 
So it's all right if you don't want to see me naked I like that rhythm I feel like I use that rhythm maybe a little too much but I like it what was the one that you thought was country and everybody oh <laughs> I, I played at the uh uh for we were talking about this earlier because the the leaf songwriting songwriters contest I when I won it they gave you uh two slots at leaf that year and so I had the band in the barn and there's this song out, and uh, I think I just played it on guitar, actually, but I, I said out loud, I wanted to write a country song, like, this is, I think this is a country song, and so I played it, and then later that night, I, like, had this similar spiel, and said, you know, this is, I think, a country song, and there was a guy from earlier, and he was in the audience, and, like, mid-spiel, he was like, it's not, it's not, <laughs> not a country song. And he wasn't, like, mad or anything. He just was like, it's not, though. Like, you're asking us, and I'm telling you it's not. <laughs> okay. Cool. This wasn't, like, Merle Haggard. <laughs> it was Merle Haggard, which is why it was so upsetting. <laughs> For multiple be, reasons. Yeah, that should be the point of the story, not... <laughs> that should be your story. <laughs> so Merle Haggard was at my set. It wasn't. But it was just really funny, because he was so like, No! <laughs> I'll play that one, and we can all agree it's not, but, <laughs> and I was on the fence, too, so I was just kind of like, thank you, sir, like, thank you for being honest with me, because everyone else was sort of like, okay, because it's not their job, you can't get up on stage as a songwriter and be like, I think this is a country song, but I want your opinion, like, that's not fair, and he called me out, it's like, it's not, huh, I'll play it right now, we'll vote, yeah, okay, you said that. And then I repeated you. This bar is way too loud or I'm too old Either way I just can't think This line I've heard all night is let me buy you your next drink I'd like someone to talk to and laugh with and share our night together Neon never made a joke or jawline all that better But this it stings like cheap tequila Straying with no chaser Music pulling on heartstrings The memories flow, you know I try to erase them Oh, I've been fed up I've been 
Southern country? Yeah, that's different. Okay. If Hagen said it's not country. Right. Spread that rumor. Bree got in a fight with Merle Haggard. He said it's not country, not jump up. And I punched Merle Haggard in the face. I would love so much for that just to be the ending of the episode. But I can't just leave it there. My favorite part of this whole that whole night was everybody getting all riled up about whether or not that was a country song. You should have been there. I should have got video of it. Um, there was some there was some fisticuffs. Thanks again to Bree Capone for being on this episode and coming out that night. We've got one more episode left of that, and we're going to be putting out a lot more video from that night. Brie has got a couple of releases available, so again, make sure to go to her website, BrieCaponeMusic.com, and download those. Uh, you can hear a lot of these songs and a whole lot more 
really, really good songs, award-winning songs, as I mentioned before. want to thank uh, our friends at Admiral Radio for their uh, jingle there. Uh, that sounded really nice. They came up with that on the spot. Very talented. If you are in the Los Angeles area, make sure to connect with Bree at one of the uh, places she'll be playing next. She just played right before I recorded this, so I'm not going to mention where it was, but um, check out our social media and her social media for what she will be playing next. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast so you get next week's episode of the podcast and all the episodes after. Have a good week. And I punched Merle Haggard in the face.